This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM Dunedin's awesome morning show. Yeah, this time every week we take a look at what's happening with our Dunedin Community Boards and our first opportunity for 2022 to catch up with Joy Davis from Mosgill Tyree Community Board. Uh, Morena, good to have you with us. Morena, Now let's get straight into it because I know the board has already met for the first time for this year so we'll definitely catch up on some decision making around that. But I tell you what, your local community must be quite chuffed, uh, Joy, to have that ANZ Bank back open. Yes, uh, there was a bit of a, a bit of a shock to people to turn up to the bank and see a sign saying that due to COVID restrictions they had closed. So I followed that up with our local MP who got straight onto it and within 24 hours I had a phone call from the regional manager of ANZ apologising that their communications had been a little bit um, lax. He assured me that the bank would be opening today um, and he understood well, the issues around our older people and the fact that that is the only bank in Mosgill that is open full time. So he, again, he was very helpful, uh, apologised about the communications and they'll do better next time. It was more in reference to the Australian experience, which has been much more challenging than ours. And they uh, decided to keep that bank closed so they would have a, a site that was good to go if something happened in the other two branches. But right. possibly just meant a little a little bit of an overreaction compared to the New Zealand situation. Anyway, all is resolved and all it took was a bit of good communication between those involved and that's Excellent. Oh, that's what it's all about. We won't look too far into the future, Joy, because we don't know what the circumstances might be. I guess decisions all across the board are being reviewed all the time in in the interests of safety of of staff as well as uh, the the public that use those services. But uh, good good to hear that they were open to some feedback and made some changes accordingly. Yes, and of course we do have to remember that they too have vulnerable staff that they need to protect. It's not just about public as well. There are staff members who, who need to be thought about as well. But yes, excellent um, re- response and good communication going forward. So I think we'll be, we'll be much better set up for any future um, events. Now, I know we touched on this um, towards the end of 2021, Joy, but uh, good to see the Seddon Park basketball half courts all installed, ready to go. Yes, and it's getting plenty of use. So it's a great facility. I was popped around there to uh, have a little meeting. There's a couple of shrubs around there that parks are going to trim back for us, uh, just a bit of health and safety stuff. And honestly, the the hoop goes up and down depending on the age and size of the person using it. And it's very, very light and simple to operate. So it's a tremendous facility. So even the, the smaller members of our community can go in there and shoot a few hoops and then when the the older kids come along, they can ramp it up and go a bit higher. So, great thing to have. Um, it's turning into a quite a nice little, well, it's not a little park because we've got the velodrome there and we've got the, um, the uh, there's a little park right beside it. And, you know, there's a lot going on there. So, it's a great park. Yeah, great to see in our communities a few more of these things popping up. Joy, these things that actually encourage us to get out and to get 
active and you know goodness knows you don't have to be a basketball expert to enjoy uh, you know a bit of a throw around of a ball and um, on a half court like that and uh, it, yeah reflecting that um, getting outside and getting some fresh air is good for us uh, for physical reasons and for mental health reasons absolutely yeah yeah but it's really good to have that now, that was in response to you know feedback from uh, surveys that parks had done so excellent Still some decisions to come from our Dunedin City Council about some of the major developments to one or maybe three of our of our other parks across the city. We'll hear more about that uh, in May, and we'll talk about May in a moment. But um, your board met for its first meeting for 2022 last week. Joy, um, tell us what arose and what was dealt with. Uh, well, we did have a very interesting chat with the uh representatives from the Otago Regional Council in relation to the changes in school buses and the pressure that's being putting on the bus system. Uh, it's an ongoing conversation. They're fully aware of the difficulties. There's uh, multiple facets to consider here. There's only so many buses to go around and there's timetabling issues and they have had observers out trying to get the data they need to try and be as efficient as they can. It's a multiple conversation with Ministry of Ed, with schools and OIC and City Council and, of course, community boards. So I think there's a lot more dialogue to be had as we um, explore this. They are fully aware of the challenges that some students have had and are working as hard as they can with the resources they've got. Um, So we'll just keep on top of that and we appreciated them coming along to chat to us. They are also looking at uh, changing the current loop bus that goes into Doom Street and tries to turn around there. It's had a few issues. It's a pretty tight turn and they are considering, and I emphasise considering, moving the stop to Haggart Alexander Drive. But again, that is only after they've fully consulted with the residents in that area and more with the community board. They were just giving us the heads up and asking who should we be talking to, who else should we get the word out to. And the same goes for these school buses. They're very keen to hear feedback on that. So um, if people want to come through board members or if they want to contact uh, the the uh, transport people at ORC, then they would welcome their feedback. They're just anxious to cover the whole spectrum of people. All right. Well, no doubt we'll uh, we'll touch base on those issues as they progress through the year, Joy. Yes. And the other bit of good news we had was um, the Celebrating Excellence Board Project, which has been on our books since last triennium and has been held up with two COVID lockdowns and then funding being allocated for other worthy projects. But at our board meeting on Thursday night last week, we were able to get that across the line and we're very grateful to Parks, who are coming to Parks Department of Dunedin City Council, who are coming to the party with us and helping with the installation costs. So that's a big help. As you know, our funds are not extensive and um, it's great to have some support there. It'll also tidy up an area of the um, park that that needs a bit of a, a, a freshen up. So Brilliant. that's a win all round. All right, great, because that's uh, a long time you and I have been talking about that, so it's great to see some progress <laughs> there. It certainly is, yes. Uh, something else that came out of that too was in that area is the Senior Citizens Hall, which is jointly 
run with St John and the Tyree Age Connect people. And they've had some vandalism on the new double glazed windows they put in. Uh, we're following up with that with them and trying to, they're, they're going to improve their lighting and we're asking council what they can do to help with lighting. They've already made some um, changes around the, the library area. Uh, and we've just encouraged the folks to submit to council themselves on this issue so that it can get you know, fully on board in their budgets and works programs and things. Good to hear. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's important that we take up all opportunities uh, to have our say on matters that are of importance to us and uh, to our communities. And, uh, of course, there's opportunities uh, right through the year when City Council in particular are, are consulting on things. We have the annual plan coming up in May, all those deliberations, Joy. Yes, I'd really encourage people to to make a submission because councillors really do take note of the volume of submissions that come in. Um, recently, a gentleman rang me with a, with a concern and he uh, his concern was in relation to a, a development. He then, I, I put him on to the people to talk to, he then uh, wanted to come and speak to the meeting, but unfortunately it was the Zoom meeting and the gentleman concerned didn't have the technology. So what staff did was suggested he write down his concerns, he popped along to the library and the library scanned his letter and sent it to us and I have now sent that on to the appropriate council department. So I think folks should never think they can't find a way to be heard. Just talk to us and we will help them make that submission. Well, that's really interesting to hear because uh, we do have an ongoing concern that some people are being a, a little bit left behind by the digital wave, as it were. So um, yes. good to know that with um, uh, that there usually are ways around this and there are places that you can go to to help facilitate getting your submission in, whether it's in Absolutely. person or otherwise. If a, if a person doesn't have that kind of technology, if they ring 477-4000, they will take the submission for them and read it back, I believe. But just talk to the customer services people and explain your predicament, and they will advise you as how best we can help the person make the submission. Well, as 2022 unfolds, no doubt there are going to be many uh, occasions when we talk about exactly this, um, topics of the day which the community uh, is being asked to consider and give some feedback on, both to your community board and to the wider Dunedin City Council and Otago Regional Council and even beyond that too. So uh, if, uh, if, you, if, you, if you hear us um, harping on on this topic, it's for exactly <laughs> the reasons that Joyce talked about, is that um, uh, those submissions do make a difference, even if you've got a particular niche interest that you think, well, you know, maybe they're not going to be interested in hearing from me on that. Um, it all goes into the mix and helps to inform, better inform all the people who are making the decisions on your behalf. So that's what it's all about. Absolutely. This is a big city, 130,000 people across a wide geographical area with unique communities in each part of it. And we can't expect 15 councillors to just be on top of every issue that's going on. They rely on community groups, um, place-based groups and community boards to be their eyes and ears and send that feedback in and we will send it on. Elected members will get it to the right department for people or help them get to the right department.
All right, Joe, that's a brilliant note to leave it on for our first discussion for 2022. We look forward in a few weeks' time to catching up with the Mosgill Tyree Community Board again. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity, Jeff. That was Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website, dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477-4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.